Are you a part of any Facebook groups? Do you think that they have business value? That's what I'm going to talk about today in episode 14 of Social Media Simplified. You're listening to Social Media Simplified with Lara Wellman, the podcast for business owners who want to harness the power of digital marketing to grow their business online. Today, I'm going to talk to you about Facebook groups because I'm a huge fan. I've been a fan for a long time, and I think that they're still underutilized as a tool for businesses. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk to you a little bit about what they are and some of the ways that people can use Facebook groups for their businesses. Facebook groups are different than Facebook pages in that only an individual can be in a Facebook group. So that means that Lara Wellman Digital Marketing is my Facebook page, but Lara Wellman is who is setting up a Facebook group and who is interacting inside of that group. It is only for individuals. The way that it works is very much like an online forum. So everybody who goes in has the opportunity to create threads and then interact with each other and ask each other questions. You can set it up so that only the admin can create new posts, but in a lot of cases, what you want is for it to have equal access to anybody to create content. And then once the post goes up, everybody can start having conversations. Another thing about Facebook groups is that they are set, there are three ways that they can be set, open, closed, or secret. Open is my least favorite because what happens is whatever happens in the group can be seen by the friends of the people talking. To me, that defeats the purpose and it also kind of gets spammy. So open is not one that I generally recommend. Closed means that only people within the group can see what content is being shared. So that means that when you share something, you don't need to worry that your friend might see that you're talking about something you don't want them to know about. So what's the difference between closed and secret? Closed can be found by people. You can send them the link and they can request to be added. So it is searchable, that group. Whereas a secret group means that nobody even needs to know that it exists. The only way that you can invite somebody into the group is by being friends with them and adding them. They can't make a request. So that's the biggest difference. So all of the committee type groups, I would say make those secret. All of the ones that are for programs, because you're probably not gonna be friends with anybody who takes, or everybody who takes your program make those ones closed, and then you're able to share the URL so they can come and request access. So that's how it works. There are even places in the group where you can add files so you can have resource documents that people can access. You can run events that are only for group members. So there are a lot of features for Facebook groups. But the question is then, so what? what's the point? Why would I want to set up a Facebook group for my business. So here are a few reasons that I've set up different groups and there are a lot of other ones as well, but here are a few. The first one isn't even audience facing. It is simply a place for you to have a kind of group, maybe with the people that you work with. So for me and my team, we have a Facebook group. We have a group where new tasks that come up get discussed. If there's any questions, it's a place where we record instead of going back and forth in emails. And since we're on Facebook anyways, especially because of the work that we do, it's really convenient to use a Facebook group for us to keep everything in one place to talk about what's going on. So ongoing tasks, if there are new things that need to be reviewed or gone over, 
all of those things go into the Facebook group. So I do that with my team, but I've done it for planning events when I used to run a social media conference. The group that planned it had a Facebook group and that's where we put everything in together. I've done it for all kinds of committees. If there is a working group, you can create a Facebook group to then keep everybody together and working. And I find that works beautifully. Another reason to have a Facebook group is for clients. So for me, every course that I run has its own closed Facebook group. In the group, everybody's able to communicate about the same topic that they're working on together, and it becomes a community, a community that surrounds that course or that program. And you leave them in there permanently, which means that they know that they always have a place to go and ask questions and get back to you. So I really recommend these closed Facebook groups for your paid programs as a perk to your clients. The last kind of group is one that is just a community. It's a place to build your reputation. It's a place to create conversation. And I have a few that I've created for different businesses. The first one that I created several years ago was for a blog that I own called Kids in the Capital. So there is a Facebook page, there's the blog, and there's also a closed Facebook group. And in the group, that's an opportunity for other parents to ask for advice from each other. That's a place that they know that they have a safe place to go and ask for parenting advice without it being on their Facebook feed where every single person, including their parents, might see, for example. So having that closed group feels safer and they're with other like-minded individuals. I also set one up this year called the Biz Studio, which is for my business, and it's a space for business owners to support each other. So I've created a community where people are actively answering each other's questions, that we have weekly topics that we go over, we have office hours where an expert comes in and answers questions. So what I'm trying to create is a space that gives tremendous value to entrepreneurs. And by being a part of that, they will learn more about me and what I do, and I'm getting to know them. We're building really strong relationships. And that's the real value in these groups. In every single situation, whether it be for a committee, whether it be for a program, whether it be open to anybody, you are building relationships. We are always trying to build relationships online. That's the whole thing, right? The more people know you, like you, trust you, and I know that sounds like a broken record, but it's so true. The more people know you, like you, and trust you, the more they're going to want to work with you. People feel like they know me before they've even met me because I have so much content and I put myself out there. That's what you're trying to do. You want people to want to work with you because they think they've they know you and you do kind of know each other. You have got that relationship. So you're not starting from zero with these people. You're just growing a relationship to the next level where they actually become your customer. There are some dangers with Facebook groups and I've seen a lot of the community ones become just places where people are spamming themselves. And I actually was having a conversation with somebody just today about that and how LinkedIn is very similar. It's really hard to find a LinkedIn group, even though they've always been touted as this great place to make connections. That doesn't just seem like everybody going in and promoting their latest program, their latest blog post, and not interacting with each other at all. That's 
a risk with Facebook groups too. And so when you create your Facebook group, you want to make sure that you have really strict guidelines. It can't just be about promoting themselves. It has to be more about helping each other than promoting yourself because if that's what you're doing, nobody's going to pay attention. There is the option on in Facebook groups to turn notifications off. And I think a lot of people do that. I know that I do that. And so the only way that you're going to keep people's attention is if you are offering valuable content and spamming what you're doing is not valuable content. So that is a really important thing to keep in mind. One, if you create your own group, set those guidelines that make sure that people aren't doing that. And two, if you're participating in groups, don't just spam yourself. Be helpful. Being helpful is always the best way to get to know people and for people to want to keep hearing what you have to say. A little more on that notifications thing. If there are there are different levels of notifications, somebody can leave all notifications on, some people can turn all notifications off, and there's also the option where people leave notifications on if it's from one of their friends. So those are the different ways that people do it. I think a lot of people set it only to friends, and that's okay. That does though show the value of sometimes making connections with people as friends on Facebook. That's going to be a topic for an entire other episode where I talk a little bit about using Facebook personally as opposed to only for your business. If you have any questions about that, leave them in the show notes for today's episode. I really think Facebook groups are an amazing tool. What I would love for you is to come to the show notes for today's episode, larawellman.com slash podcast slash 14, and tell me what groups you have found or have been a part of that you really like and which ones you haven't liked and why. I would love to start that conversation in the comments section of the show notes. I'm also going to put a link in the show notes to my two groups, and I would love to see you take part in them. If you have your own group, please leave that in the show notes as well, larawellman.com slash podcast slash 14, because I would love to come and check it out if I can. As always, I would love if you would subscribe to my show on Stitcher or iTunes. I have links to that in the show notes. If you have ideas on different kinds of topics you'd like me to cover in future episodes, leave that in the show notes as well. Or if you'd like to be a guest, I would love to hear from you and what you could offer my audience. That's it for this week. Until next week, I'll see you online. 